This is episode number 20, and today I'm going to share with you my top 10 entrepreneurial lessons learned from 2018 that I'm going to maximize on in 2019. Welcome to the Markeith Brayton Podcast. I am Markeith Brayton, former corporate nine-to-fiver turned lifestyle entrepreneur and personal brand business strategist. Each week, I will bring you inspiring personal development content and transformative interviews of some of today's most sought-after influencers and entrepreneurs who will help you unlock your fullest potential. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let the class begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Markeith Brayton Podcast. I'm so excited to be sharing with you today on the topic of my top 10 entrepreneurial lessons of 2018. But before we hop into today's podcast, I want to ask you a quick question. Have you gone to iTunes and rated and reviewed the podcast? I am very appreciative of those of you who have already done so, and I thank you for your words. But those of you who have not done so, please go rate and review the podcast. Let me know your thoughts and also share with me any topics that you would like for me to cover on the podcast. I thank you in advance and I look forward to reading your reviews. Now that we have that out of the way, let's hop into today's conversation as I share with you my top 10, my top 10 lessons learned from 2018 along this entrepreneurial journey. Many of you may or may not know that June the 1st of 2014, I decided to take the leap and go into full-time entrepreneurship. Up until June the 1st, I was what was called a parallelpreneur, someone who worked a full-time nine-to-five type job in conjunction to my entrepreneurial uh, business or my small business. And I decided June the 1st of 2014 that if I was really going to grow the business, I needed to really pay more attention or invest more time into the business to be able to scale and grow the business. And it has been a very interesting, some way challenging, and exciting opportunity over the last six months. And I thought it would be helpful for those of you who may be considering starting a business and going full-time in your business to hear some of the lessons that I learned along the way these last six months. And I'm looking forward to 2019 being an exciting year and a growing year for me in the business. And so lesson number one that I learned as an entrepreneur full-time is that an entrepreneur is a problem solver. We solve problems as entrepreneurs. The way that you make your money is through solving other people's challenges, other people's problems. And you have to really be able to identify what that problem is. What is it that people consistently ask you for or ask you to help them with. Understanding what the problem is that you solve is a great opportunity for you to really begin to consider what type of business you would have. There are all types of problems out there that need solving, and I'm sure that you have the expertise, you have the skill, you have the ability to solve some of those problems. But one of the first things that you really have to understand as an entrepreneur is that you are a problem solver. Lesson number two, a real business generates revenue 
and ultimately makes profit. You want to make sure that you have a model for a business that generates income. No one starts a business that doesn't make any income. You know, if you currently have a business and you're not making any income or generating any revenue, then it simply is a hobby. And not only just generating revenue, but you want to make sure that your business has profit ultimately. Now, depending on the type of business that you start or that you have, I know that research studies show that it takes some businesses five to seven years before they see their first profit. And so you want to determine and look at that type of research and look at that type of information to decide and to understand based on the type of business that you have, what is the going trend? Or what is the research stating about how long it will take you to make profit? Now, we always want to set our expectations high. We want to set our goals high that stretch us so that we can not necessarily be the norm. But one of the things that I had to understand when I was starting my coaching and consulting business was that there was going to have to be money that I invest in that I may not necessarily be profitable in the beginning, but ultimately within the first year, I wanted to be profitable. And it did work out that way that within the first couple of months, I was profitable in my business. And so a real business, I had to learn this as a lesson, a real business generates revenue and ultimately makes profit. Lesson number three, there is power in the word no. There's power in the word no. As an entrepreneur, one of the things I had to learn was that I could not say yes to everything and that no was a protector, a protector of my time, a protector of my space, a protector of my mental capacity. And so no was something that I had to learn how to say to other people, even though I wanted to maybe help them, even though I knew I could help them. Was it in the best interest of my time and of myself when it came to getting things done? for my business. And so practicing the word no, which I believe is probably the most valuable word in the lexicon, because what it does, it helps you to really identify what's most important to you at the moment and at the time of the request. We all have the same 24 hours. And the difference between those who are really successful in their business and in their life is what they decide and intentionally do with those 24 hours. So no can be your best friend. Lesson number four is another good one. And this one is really in particular to the industry that I'm in. But I think it really can be applied to many of the businesses that people are wanting to start today. And that is clarity is king and content is queen. Clarity is king and content is queen. What am I saying? I'm saying that it is very important that you're clear on the type of business you want to start, that you're clear on the type of client or customer that you want to have in your business. One of the things that I struggled with at the very beginning was having that level of clarity of who was it that I served? Whose problem did I solve? And it wasn't until I did an exercise that really forced me to think about every type of person that I've worked with over the years and every type of person who asked me a particular question based on what they believed I could help them with. And so understanding who your client is and being clear on that really will benefit you in 
your business. And then I say content is queen. And when I say content, can somebody identify or can somebody find you online? One of the things that we know for sure is that when people are looking to solve their problems, one of the first things they do is they go straight to Google. If I Google your name, or if I Google whatever it is that I need solved, will your name come up? Will your business come up? Will your organization come up? And so we need to make sure that we're very clear on who it is that we're serving, very clear on what they look like, what type of income they have, where do they live, what are the problems that they are looking to have solved. And then we want to create content. We want to create opportunities for them to be able to locate us online, whether that be via blog or a vlog or a podcast or you being on other people's podcasts or being interviewed by others who have a platform for you to be able to share. And so clarity is king and content is queen was a lesson that I learned, which is lesson number four. We're at the halfway mark. So lesson number five is simply that building a brand takes time. Building a brand can be one of the most difficult parts of being an entrepreneur because we have to really begin to think about some of the things that I mentioned prior to, especially being clear. And so what is a brand? A brand simply is, is what do people have to say about you when you're not in the room? What is the promise that you provide to your potential clients saying what it is that you can solve and do? So a brand takes time to build. A brand takes time to market. A brand takes time to develop and to mature and to craft so that people know what to call on you for. And so don't rush the process. I like a saying that I heard some time ago, and that is, is that the only difference between a dollar bill and a tree is the process. Be willing to go through the process to develop your brand so that you have the identity that you want to have, so that clients think about you when they need the problem that they have solved, and so that you are a household name when it comes to that particular thing in your particular niche. Branding takes time. It will not happen overnight. There are no overnight successes, though it may seem that way in this social media age. But be willing to put in the time and invest the effort so that you really get your brand correct and people really understand what your promise is. Number six, everyone is not your client or customer. You are not Walmart. I think this is probably another one of my favorite ones that I really had to understand because, you know, when you're first starting out, you feel like you have to make the money. You really are focused, especially when you're full time, that you have to make the money and that turning down somebody potentially could mean you not being able to pay for an expense. So I had to learn the hard way that everybody can't be my client. You can't serve everybody. You're not Walmart. And at the end of the day, if everyone is your customer, then ultimately you end up serving no one. Let me say that again. If everybody is your customer or your client, then ultimately you end up serving no one. And so once again, we go back to that clarity piece. Now, don't get me wrong. 
in the very beginning of the business, you may have to do some things and work with some people that you overall do not want to work with. But you want to be able to start honing in on that potential client so that you really can start targeting and marketing to the right person because everybody can't be your client. And I believe in this saying that I learned last year as well from, I believe it was Gary Vaynerchuk, and he said that the riches are in the niches. Say it with me. The riches are in the niches. And I am a firm believer today that the more niche I am, the better. The more that I can really hone in on a particular niche area that I can help my clients with, the better. Everyone cannot be your client when it comes to growing and scaling your business. And so this lesson is a lesson that was hard learned, but yet I get it. And in 2019, I'm truly going to hone in on who it is that I particularly help and understanding that I can't serve everybody. Everybody's not my client. Ideally, I would love to work with as many people as possible. But I believe in this saying, less sometimes is more. Less sometimes is more. Everyone is not your client or customer. Lesson number seven, time is not money. Time is way more valuable than money. I definitely had to relearn this because, you know, we all have heard the cliche before that time is money. But my coach challenged me. She said, Markeith, you have to get out of the mindset of trading time for money because what you can create with the time that you have can be way more valuable than the exchange of time and money. And what she was really trying to get me to understand was that people will pay you more for what you know than for what you do. And we live in a society where we're always trading time for money. We equate the amount of time that we spend on something and we correlate that to a certain amount of money. But when I became a coach and I started speaking and doing some consulting, I realized that it's not necessarily how much time I spend on something that determines the value of that particular product or service. But it is my expertise. It is my know-how. It is my skill. It is all the things and the experiences that I've had that helps to inform me of how to do a thing. And so we have to get out of the mindset, or I had to get out of the mindset of trading time for money because sometimes you might spend a lot of hours on a particular thing, especially in my industry, and then you may not ever have to revisit it again because it's an online course or it is a product that you are having created to sell online. So get out of the mindset of trading time for money and start thinking on that higher level thinking so that you can start creating what we call sometimes passive income, doing things and spending your time creating great value that people will be willing to pay you no matter what you decide to charge the fee as because it's not about the time you spend, but it's about the experience, the expertise and the skill that you have to be able to solve that particular individual's problem. Lesson number eight. Right relationships matter. This is so important to me, you know, because there was a time where I wanted to be the guy, the popular one, the one who, you know, everybody knows your name. Remember that back if you're old enough to remember, you know, cheers where everybody knows your name. Well, I didn't mean to sing, but 
But, you know, there was a time where I wanted to be that person. And then as I matured and began to really understand proper networking and building relationships, I realized that just because a lot of people know your name doesn't mean that that's the right relationship. And so it's important that you have the right relationships, that you surround yourself with the individuals who can help you to grow, who can help you to move from level to level, who can speak truth to you, who can help you along your way even when you can't see your way clear. You know, because sometimes you can be surrounded around a lot of individuals and still feel lonely. And entrepreneurship can be an alone type of journey, but you're never really alone. What I have come to understand and really fully embrace is that I'm never really alone. There's always someone whom I believe God will place in your path to help you along the way. And so knowing the right relationships, just because that someone has a particular relationship that you seem or you think is one of great value doesn't necessarily mean it's the right one. And as an entrepreneur, we've got to understand that Every relationship is not the right relationship. And I am just thankful that I have the right relationships now in my life. And as I continue to move forward along this journey, that those right relationships will be put in my path to help me along the way, just as much as I am the right relationship for other individuals. So this is a good lesson to learn as well to take into 2019 is that the right relationships definitely matter. Lesson number nine, pay close attention to what people are asking you for. This is so important because sometimes we can be so gung-ho on what it is that we want to do for people and not really pay attention to what they consistently ask of us us. And I learned this lesson because I know that what I am passionate about, I know what I wanted to do. And when I first started out, I wanted to speak and fly all over across the country and be known as an inspirational, motivational speaker. But as time moved forward, I realized that that business model was changing, that business model was shifting. And I noticed that people were asking me often about technological type things as it pertained to building a personal brand, social media type questions, podcasting type questions. And for the longest, I just kept just denying the opportunity for those people to work with me on those particular things. And the more and more and more I thought about it, the more I realized that, Markeith, there's the business right there. They're asking you for the things that you have taught yourself. They're asking you how to do the things that you did in order to promote and market yourself as a speaker. And so I had to shift based on what people were asking me to do. Was it the most passionate area that I wanted to do? Absolutely not. But I had to think about the fact that I was growing a business. I was building a business. I needed to generate revenue in that business so that I ultimately potentially could do more of the things that I wanted to do. Because that's what this is all about for me is how do I create more freedom in my life to do the things that I want to do? And so that's how I ended up wanting to build a personal brand consulting online-based business because I realized that, you know, I wanted greater freedom. I wanted to be able to do do more of the things that I loved. And I wanted to work with 
particular people who were interested in what I was interested in. And had I not paid attention to what people were asking of me, I would probably still be in the same place trying to make this professional speaking career happen versus building a business that affords me the lifestyle to be able to travel and to do work no matter if I'm in Nashville where my home base is or if I'm in L.A. visiting a friend or D.C. visiting a friend. I can still do my business, meet with my clients and have a successful, proper, profitable business in 2019. So Pay close attention to what people are asking of you and then leverage that into a business. Last but certainly not least, lesson number 10 is one that I think all of us can practice every single day, and that is stay in the posture of gratefulness. And this is not so much a lesson, but yet something that is just being reassured within me, just to always be grateful because things could be worse than what they currently are. And we always should have a posture of gratefulness because that presents an opportunity for us to be able to do more. What is it that you're grateful for right now? Everything may not look the way you want it to look. Everything may not be the way you want it to be. You may not necessarily be experiencing what you thought you would be experiencing at this point in your business or in your life. But be grateful for what you do have. Be grateful for the relationships you do have. Be grateful for the opportunities that have been presented to you. Be grateful for the season where not so much is going on because I believe that is probably the best season for many of us because that provides an opportunity for us to evaluate, for us to study, for us to figure out where we want to pivot or how we want to pivot. Staying in a posture of gratefulness really presents opportunities to you like no other. I believe that we attract to ourselves who we are. And if you are a person of gratefulness, I believe that ultimately what ends up coming to your life is abundance. What ends up coming to your life is greater opportunity. What ends up coming into your life is the fact that you have more life to do the things that you truly want to do. So lesson number 10 or just a reassurance is that you should always stay in the posture of gratefulness. Those are my 10 lessons learned from 2018 along my entrepreneurial journey. And just to recap those 10 real quickly, number one, an entrepreneur is a problem solver. Number two, a real business generates revenue and ultimately makes profit. Number three, there is power in the word no. Number four, clarity is king and content is queen. Number five, building a brand takes time. Number six, everyone is not your client or customer. Number seven, time is not money. Time is way more valuable than money. Number eight, right relationships matter. Number nine, pay attention to your client or customer request. And number 10, always absolutely always stay in the posture of gratefulness. 
I want to thank you for joining me today for another episode. I am ecstatic that you took the time out to listen to today's episode. And while you are here, I want to invite you to my private Facebook group called Digital Brandpreneur. All you have to do is go to Facebook and search in the search bar Digital Brandpreneur. This is a closed private Facebook group that you will have to request, but I would love for you to be a part of the group. The group is all about teaching and helping individuals to grow their personal brand, either as a business or to leverage their personal brand to market a business that they have. I'm a firm believer that personal branding is an evergreen type of business, that you have the opportunity to leverage your skill set, to leverage your expertise, to create opportunity and a business for yourself. So I invite you to join me in Digital Brandpreneur by searching in Facebook, Digital Brandpreneur. I look forward to you joining me next week for another episode of the Marquis Brayton Podcast, which is always uploaded every Tuesday morning. Every Tuesday morning in 2019, you will have a brand new podcast episode, as well as every Friday, we will have the Free Your Mind Friday episode, which is about a five to 10 minute episode just to encourage you, to inspire you, and to share some content with you that will help you to realize your fullest potential and continue along your journey of greatness. Once again, thank you for joining me and we will talk to you on next week.